Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, with Jeff Calkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at RedRiverToyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. I needed someone to understand my ups and downs. There you were. Jeff Calkins is on the line. He's the columnist of the Daily Memphian, also... Host the Jeff Calkins Show, 9 to 11, right here. 92.9 FM ESPN on Twitter at Jeff underscore Calkins. Jeff, how's it hanging? Well, I'm so much better because my power has been restored. And that's good. I hope that's much. Nothing much quite lifts your spirits. I mean, there are things, but yes. uh, it's in the short list of things that really lifts your spirits is when your uh, power is restored very shortly after we spoke yesterday. We were unsuspecting. Don't you think, well, don't you think it's fair to say that yes. at this very time yesterday, as you and I were innocently talking about uh, Amani Bates, yes. that we had no idea what was, what was in store? Um, my friend Chelsea Chandler tells me we should have known because she said she was talking about it all the way as it was making its way across Arkansas. But, um, but I had no idea that a storm was about to hit. And sure enough, not long after I got off the phone with you, all hell broke loose. I lost my power. 140,000 different homes across Memphis lost their power. And I don't know how many we're down to now. It, was, it, it felt like they were chopping away at it pretty good. It was 70,000 last I checked, but it may L- be fewer Little by that. little, little by little. I hope you getting power back is, 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 means good things for me. Usually my grids. No, I, I don't think so. I, I I believe my fiance is still over at our friend's house. Who ha, it was lucky they happened to be out of the country right now on their honeymoon. Oh really? So we were able to go a couple blocks over and uh. And so what, how that. much did you have in your freezer? And did you start doing uh, we, the whole? We 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 brought it over. over. We brought it over to their house. All the all the What'd meat. What you bring? A box, uh, a we box had we had some fillets. We had two different packs of uh, ground beef. We have, I mean, it, it, where do you shop at, by chance? Like, where, where do you shop I at? Shop, I shop, like, that stuff I mostly get from Costco. Okay, yeah, so Costco, we have the the big, I, I don't even know how many packs worth of chicken thighs we had that we brought over. Yeah, I know But an insane, yeah. insane yeah. amount. Um, but <laughs> nice. we, brought, we brought over the stuff that we didn't want to spoil, and that, that worked out. Well, I uh, immediately, I saw the... the I saw how desperate the situation was last night. There were 140,000 people without power. 
and I looked at my freezer and I started eating popsicles. And um, because I, I, you know, I didn't think I could save them. And so last night I ate six, six popsicles. Um, now, they weren't the double popsicles. They were each the individual single popsicles. What kind but of popsicles ate, are we talking about, by the way? So I like all kinds of popsicles. I like, what I really like is a good, like, fruit bar kind of popsicle. Okay. Oh, those, w- those, those would delicious. be bad. You, you, those will go bad. You're not going to be able to save those. The... Well, so then I have some just like some whatever joy pops or whatever they're called. They're the cheap ones that you would eat. The little, kids, the little right? ice, yeah. The 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 they're not the ones that flavored are ice. shaped like a rocket that are red, white, and blue. But they're yeah, like these those ones. I mean, no, they're not. They're, those they're will save. Stick. Those will be fine once these the freezer comes I'm back on. Things I'm talking about are on a stick. The little flavored oh. ices. Are, I'm talking a popsicle is by definition on a stick. Okay. The flavored ices are yes, they will save. They'll right. freeze. That's no problem. Okay. The popsicles, even if you were to refreeze them, they won't refreeze on the stick. They'll just refreeze in a giant puddle of refrozen popsicle. So anyway, so um, those are the ones that I commenced eating, and I ate six of them. And uh, and then did you I feel okay after that? I gave up the cause. I felt great. Okay. I felt great and chilled and great. And anyway, so then I was really despairing of it. Because I'm leaving town tomorrow, and my dogs are going to be in the heat. Whatever, what do you do? And I had a dog sitter, and but then sure enough, uh, sure enough, the power came back on. I had this great feeling of joy, and then an hour later, bam! Heard the transformer go oh. in the neighborhood, and I power was gone again. And uh, but then within an hour, it was back again. So I want to thank the people at MLG and W. My friend Lexi Johnston is a realtor in town and she has an app that it's like called the ceaseless prey app or cease prey so something like that and what it does is it um it takes random contacts from your phone so you wake up in the morning you you and and it says today say a prayer for and it and it picks someone at random out of your phone so like for me if i had this app on my phone and I was the sort who prayed randomly for people every day. Maybe it would say someday, pray for Gabe. And so then mm-hmm. I, I, whatever. So <laughs> she has this, and all of her contacts are available to be chosen. She woke up this morning. She looked at Wordle, because that's the first thing she does, she told me. She then looked at the Daily Memphian. She told me she wasn't lying. That's the second thing she does. Uh, and then she looked at her uh, Praying Without Ceasing app. And you know who it said to pray for? Jeff Calkins. MLG and W. Oh, okay. It's literally said pray for MLG and W. She said she about dropped her phone laughing at this. And then I did say, did you pray for MLG and W? She said, I most certainly did. I prayed for the good people, the, for the people out there it's... working, for the leaders, for the community. I prayed for the whole kit and caboodle. And all I can say is Lexi's prayers seem to work for me. Yeah, it's um, tough because, like, with MLGW, I, I, I don't get frustrated at the workers. They're doing everything they can. They're working their ass off trying to restore 200,000 people worth of power. But I just – it goes out. It, it's slight inconveniences, and it's just so – it is so frustrating. It does feel like something has gone awry. I was going to – it's interesting as I'm trying to – you know, write less about sports and more about other things. I was going to weigh in on this today. And what I realize is like so many things in life, in so many things in our city, um, like what if you're weighing in on crime or what if you're weighing in on the driving or what if you're weighing in on bill reform? 
it's incredibly complicated. Um, it, 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 people think it's easy. It's just not easy. And it, that's not an excuse because there are people who are paid to have this be right and to take to make sure the infrastructure is sound. And so I think it's very clear that people have screwed up. I think they basically said that. MLG and W has said that, that it's that they've fallen way behind on their tree trimming and whatnot. And um, I don't think there's any doubt that people have screwed up. But the problem is, is that it, 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 let's say, for example, that that you want to – I think it's – so in 2017, 2018, 2019, the city council was asked for more money, for a rate increase, so they could spend more money on tree trimming and infrastructure and everything mm-hmm. else. And the city council said no. Okay? Yep. So it would be tempting to point your finger and say, city council, you are, you are penny-wise and pound-foolish. Mm-hmm. At the time, I think the people and, – and I think that's probably right it's to some extent. At the time, the people on city council were being had, – had the view that MLG&W was a big, bloated bureaucracy that was doing a horrible job and was thinking, why are we going to give just give, keep throwing more money at it? Right. Like, like, go ahead and run efficiently and then we'll start to give you more money. Like, and so is MLG and W at fault? Um, is the city council at fault? Is nobody at fault? Because it's really just the fact that we've had storms of greater intensity uh, because of uh, climate change that some people want to deny. Is it like uh, uh, here's another topic. Should you put these things underground? Yeah, but well, how how much would that cost, right? What would be the cost roughly, of that? I was just looking at it. It costs roughly 10 times to put the things underground. <laughs> like, And so if we don't have the money to do what we need to do, we really? The truth of the matter is, mostly across the country, most of this stuff isn't underground. It's mostly I, – I, I, I just Googled, um, you know, should – uh, power grids be put underground. And what you see is anytime there's a storm anywhere and people lose power, whether it's Florida or Texas or New Hampshire or anywhere, immediately people start saying, why is this underground? Yes. So you have right. stories in every single <laughs> community explaining why it's not underground. So nowhere is it really mostly underground because it's expensive to put it underground. And if you put it underground, um, it's also more expensive to fix. That sounds to me like more of an excuse, like, uh, but, but the, 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 the actual expense, like that's real. And so we don't seem to have the money to do lots of stuff. Do we really have the money to be putting it all underground? Um, so I do think it's incredibly complicated, um, but I think it's pretty clear that, I mean, in the end, they did a massive study that did prove to the satisfaction of the city council that the infrastructure was sufficiently dilapidated that they got the rate increase. That yeah. came in 2019. Um, and, um, and so, you know, hopefully, hopefully it'll get better. Yeah, it, it's, it's frustrating because everyone wants MLG to be held accountable, MLGW to be held accountable, and I don't know how you go about holding them accountable. And everybody's talking about elections now, too, the municipal election. Like, <laughs> how, how does that – I know you talked to Sam today. How does that sort of play into it? Like, what, what, what would uh, – how, how do well, you go Sam's about thinking was, that way if, you're, if, you're, if you want this to be fixed? Well, Sam went on Sam, – Sam Hardiman, who comes on my show every week and right. talks about civic stuff, he – John Martin was really mad because he's Of course, power. yes. And so I, – I, I think most people were mad. Like, people are right. mad. I think it's appropriate to be mad. I was – I didn't like him and no power either. So um, 
And Sam's point, which I think is correct, but also maybe in some ways impractical, is this. If you don't just care about this stuff today, yes. you know, don't just care about this stuff on the day that you happen to not have power and then never care again. Pay attention when there is a mayoral election, see what people's priorities are, um, and see if they match your priorities and if they care about the same things you care about because elections have consequences. And um, don't just don't vote, don't get involved, you know, don't, don't educate yourself, don't, and then scream um, because there is, it will be an opportunity to vote for people. If, if you want to point the finger at the city council, you have an opportunity to vote. You elected those people or you didn't, uh, but you certainly had a chance to elect those people. So, um, so in the end, that was his, now, now the problem is, is that most people still won't do it. And, you know, mm-hmm. I can't tell you, you know, I go into the, a lot of these, I do vote, but I go into a lot of these voting booths, not having a clue <laughs> who the hell to vote for. Sometimes I bring in a piece right. of paper that tells me that, you know, people I trust are telling me who I should vote for, but I can't say I'm perfect on this score either. No, I get it. I understand. Um, but it looks like, uh, it's going to take days to get everybody all restored. It's common. We understand that. But talking with Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins, what did you make? We have the university of Georgia athletic Association. We talked about this, I think early last week, um, they demanded retraction of that investigative report by Alan Judd and the Atlanta journal constitution. Mm-hmm. They didn't get full retraction. They did get corrections, but Alan Judd got fired after a 25 year career being an investigative journalist. And what I found strange from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, of course, they're upholding their journalistic standards, but they said they found no instances of fabrications in the story and two confirmed they cases. No, they found no instances of fabrications? No, instance found- oh, no instances of fabrications within the story, as the university right. letter had alleged, and they found two confirmed cases in which the athletes that were named or where the athletes were named were considered accurate and newsworthy. Now, obviously, there are 11 different cases. Those are the two that they're pointing and saying they were perfectly reported. Um, but they have, they have fired a guy who was there for 25 years. And I, I, like my, my brain goes, because I just know how we've gotten in certain areas, especially with Georgia football, winning two national championships is going to be at the top of everybody's mind. People are on their side in a lot of ways feels like uh, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution was going to risk access uh, or losing access if they kept Alan Judd on, so they had to, they had to make somebody fall on the sword. Well, I, I, I can't. Honestly, I, I don't know enough about it to, to know that. If the guy totally effed up a story, you can get fired for that. So I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how much he effed it up. And so um, – I, I, I've been working on a different column, and so I haven't actually seen okay. all this. And so I hate to comment on whether they just – But wouldn't it be strange knew- to fire someone if it's just literally – if they have said they found no instances of fabrications? Would it but, be – Okay, so what did they find? They, what, what did they find? They found there was, a, there was a quote that was spliced to a certain extent. They just said it didn't live up to their journalistic standards. It led people to believe a certain thing. Even though the quote was not fake, it was just – Splice, they took, he took a part of the first part of what the quote was saying and the last part. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And put it all together. Um, But again, like you go back to it, no instances of fabrications is what they found in their investigation. You can get fired for... for, I'm... Here's the truth. I'm not going to be able to weigh in on this. You okay, can, I get you. I, I get you. I can, tell you. I can tell you that you can be fired for things short of fabrication. Like, you can be fired for just, I mean, I, I've been at papers where people have been fired for just being crappy. You know, for, yep. for writing a really crappy story that they got a whole lot of things wrong. And so, I, 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 can, I can talk about this theoretically, but unless I read the stories, think okay. about what he got wrong. I've also, it's true that there are also times when newspapers kowtow to power and it would be yes. tragic if the Atlanta journal constitution said, Oh, you want us to fire him? Fine. Here's a, here's a, uh, here's a scalp. Cause you're asking for it. That would be pathetic. Um, but I just can't weigh in on which it is. Cause I haven't read the stories. Okay. Understood. But I, let me ask you this. You're, you're in, with investigative reporters that have been there 25 years it's it's kind of how how it would be generally hard to get that person fully fired right like in your in your uh in your uh i don't know it it it, i mean experience yeah i'm i can't answer okay understood all right well let's move on then let's move on then in that case we had a conversation about uh uh, tiger football um at, at the top of the show and sort of the the crux of the conversation had to do with uh, had to do with do you think Ryan Silverfield can actually get over top? And obviously Tulane is going to be at the top. The group of UTSA, Memphis, and SMU right there. Do you think they can be there right behind Tulane? Like, what is your confidence level headed into uh, AAC Media Days next week with with what they could actually accomplish in this new conference? New new made conference, I should say. I mean. It's, it is – I have great confidence in Seth Hennigan, right? I think Seth's really good. Um, 
And beyond that, there is so much, there has been so much change uh, to the roster that I think it's really hard to know. Um, And honestly, we now have a track record, something of a track record of what they look like under Ryan. And so I hope this is a year that he has where he, you know, loses one game, puts it together, reminds us why Memphis football once mattered the way it once mattered, why all those people went to Beale Street uh, that early that morning, why they showed up later that night and packed the stadium, even though there wasn't an SEC team there, why, um, you know, all of that. I wish, I hope this is the year that they can start to recapture it. I don't sense a lot of enthusiasm for Memphis football. I just don't. And I don't even know, like, what does an eight-win season accomplish in terms of that? Well, like, here's what it accomplishes. It accomplishes if you're trying to show another conference that you're credible. It's credible. Right, yeah. it's cre- it's a credible record. Uh, it certainly accomplishes. So the fans, um, you, you haven't fallen off a not getting cliff. yeah that you haven't fallen off a cliff. It shows the fans that um, that uh, you know I, it very clearly keeps Ryan safe. It may even get Ryan a contract extension. Um, and so, but I don't think it creates excitement. Um, and so, what is required to create excitement? I think that's a you know I think that's a hard one. Um, so um, they obviously have a, you know, they have an easy schedule. It, it breaks, you know, it, 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 they've got a lot of the tough games are home. Like I, I think they should have a very fine year this year. Um, I just, my level of confidence, I've seen them lose too many games recently. So I don't have a high level of confidence. I've, I've seen them figure out how to lose games that they shouldn't lose, right? To, they're ahead, heading into the whatever, fourth quarter. I've seen them lose games they shouldn't lose. So I wouldn't say I have a high level of confidence. Um, but I also, you know, the, 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 the depth chart is so different than what it was last year. It's almost in part possible to know. Yeah, no, I understand. I mean, you have to bring in transfers, though. They, well, I, listen, I, I said, I think if you're, if you're thinking this is the year that Ryan breaks through, um, I, I think you need to it's, – it's a full wait and see because of how many new faces. But at the same time, right. it's, it's so much different than it has been. If they're going to win at a high level, you have to bank on the defense being out front at the beginning of the year and the offense being able to learn along the way. Whereas, like, in previous years, it's the opposite. Like, when at the peak of Norvell, it was defense needs to learn along the way. Offense so is already ready-made. No why do you have no confidence in the offense? He's got a uh, you, you, experienced quarterback deeply, and hopefully but a hold better up. offensive line. Uh, hopefully, hopefully a better offensive line and hopefully decent weapons replacing your top four. I mean, Caden Prescorn's gone. Eddie Lewis is gone. Javon Ivory's gone. Um, like, you, ha- you had to replace your top four weapons as, as, as wide receivers and you, as pass catchers, and you don't know what these, these guys are going to do. I, I mean, I guess I have a little confidence that the guy from Toledo – can do something. The guy from Mizzou can do something, but it, it's it's very unknown. Uh, how, Whereas, yeah, like I think the I defensive can, side of the ball is substantially know, but... more known. You have Jeffrey Cantonarku who's been on campus, Jalen Allen who's been on campus. You bring in a lot of bigger bodies on the defensive line. Your secondary, Simeon Blair, started whatever thirty games at Arkansas. Malik Feaster 
started so many games at Jacksonville State, went to Florida State. Like, you have just better talent on the defensive side of the ball and I think more proven talent than you have on the offensive side. And you just – that's that's different than it ever has been in the past. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, here's the other problem. Even with those quote-unquote weapons that you uh, described – they were inert offensively. Yep. You know, they, and, and to me, you know, to me, the biggest, the biggest, one of the biggest challenges with this team or regressions with this team is it felt like, and listen, Mike Norvell had a, had a pretty clear balance between, if you look at the number of carries and number of throws, it was pretty balanced, but, it was an incredibly aggressive offense. Yes. You, and, you, but you win with balance on the offensive side of the ball, and they haven't had that. Like, they've had no run game to speak no. of. And what, like, what I, it has I, always felt like to me is that they're slamming their head against the wall trying to run the ball, yes. even though everybody knew they couldn't. Yes. And they couldn't. And it was sad. You'd run it and run it and run it and get 1.6 yards. It was pathetic. Um, and, I, again, you, you are much better uh, – Be- but, but in a better position to know if that was the talent on the offensive line, the blocking schemes in the offensive line, or a fundamental change of offensive philosophy. I think it's I think it's talent, um, and also you need to differentiate schemes. I mean, you just you didn't see a whole lot of inventiveness. There was a lot of inventiveness under Norvell, and and when when Ryan had his hands on the offensive line group, like there was just so much more inventiveness in the run game. And you have to have the guys that go do that. Like it's just a mix of everything. Um, but I, I have said this, and people get surprised when I say this. I think Seth Hennigan's a more talented, likely at the peak, better quarterback than Brady White. He just doesn't have the weapons nor the run game that Brady ever had. Like Brady, Brady. I mean, he could he could turn around and hand it off to Kenny. He could throw some of those now routes right outside to uh, Antonio Gibson or anybody else. I, it, Seth has not had that, and I think that. He has gotten at least toward the back half of last year. I think there was some, some a, a bit of naysaying. I don't know if you got that the same way I did. I think there's people that have confidence and think he's a good quarterback, but he has not gotten near the help that Brady White ever did in his career before him. That is clear. I mean, that is a hundred. Now I didn't hear the naysaying, and again, Brady, Brady was booed once. So, um, but I, and I. And was Seth? I guess Seth was booed. Was Seth booed once? Yeah, the offense last booed year. once. Yeah, I think. I forget so, which yeah. game exactly. Um, but there was there was some there. of that. But um, but it's very clear he doesn't have. I mean, you know, Brady's weapons are in the NFL. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 a uh, that's a different kind of deal. And uh, and so um, it, it's funny though, like Tennessee. You look at the turnaround. Now they have weapons. Do they have weapons because they have a coach who who plays a certain type of offense and can recruit weapons, or, or you know, which comes first, right? Or do the weapons? Is come it the first? recruiting or the or the schemes? I think, yeah, I think it all. I think it all goes together, um, and I think it's one of the, the the issues with saying, "Hey, we're multiple. We're going to take with the off, like whatever is." That's not what they say at Tennessee. You know, they say, we're going to throw the ball. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to like, and, and then players want to play in that. And I, I think there's something to that rather than, 
what Memphis does now, but maybe, you know, again. It could change, not, I guess, you know, but it's just, it's, it, it is not as inventive. It's not as inventive as it was under uh, Mike. But, I mean, it, things could change, and th- th- that much is clear. You see what Mike's doing at Florida State and, and using those weapons there in a, in, a, in a pretty substantial way. Now, last thing for you, um, I'm going to ask you ahead of time, have you, have you caught up on the Pac-12 media rights thing? Heather Dinich says that the league is uh, – not going to tell anybody what's going to happen uh, coming Friday when they get to Pac-12 football media days? Yes, I have, I have, uh, I'm aware that we're not going to know. <laughs> but then there's also been sort of vague comments that, hey, people are going to be pleased, right? Like, there's vague comments. I think that's like, a brave face, though, ultimately, don't you? I don't know the answer to that. And as someone who wishes well for Memphis and therefore wants the Pac-12 to hang together, I'm kind of hopeful that they, you know, put together some kind of TV package that keeps, you know, the Colorados of the world happy where they are, right? Yeah. I, I, I look at it, though, and obviously we can talk about the how compelling the the product is without USC and UCLA and not having the LA market and TV partners are going to look at that and say, well, you don't have your top market. That's, that's frustrating. But I do think just looking around at everybody else, the big 12 has their deal done. Everybody else has their deal done. feels like TV partners are a little overextended. ESPN has everybody and they're making layoffs. NBC has big 10 Notre Dame and they don't look like they're going to go any farther with that. Fox has big 12 and the big 10 CBS has the big 10 and a bunch of NFL football. I just I don't know what's left out there for the Pac-12 to actually get besides with those particular TV partners, like a, a tiny little deal, and they may spread it out. But I just don't know if that so number is going to be enough. You think you think the indicate the very clear indications that we're not going to hear anything this week are in fact ominous for yes. the Pac-12. Correct. Because if you're going to announce something, it would have. I mean, you would want to roll it out at media days to get people excited. You would want to, right? You wouldn't want to announce it under the you know dark of night be before 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 you get to preseason camp. Like that would right. that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, that's depressing. Yes. Do you think, by the way, I was I was reading a piece by Nicole Auerbach in the Athletic on on, on things that could happen uh, in college. Oh, I, I saw that. I saw that piece. I didn't get to read it all the way through, but it's like and it was a bunch well, of different examples was, of what it could be. It wasn't honestly. It didn't have a a bunch of very clear crystallized pictures, but so, um, I was a little disappointed in it, honestly, but, um, but one of them was that the big 10 and the SEC are going to essentially be the AFC and the NFC, you know, and no one's going to care about anything else. Do you, do you, do you think that that's like, I I don't think I've I've made it very clear. I don't think that's outside the realm of possibilities. I just find it so sad because like, we have an NFC and an NFC. We have an NFL football. The beauty of college football is you've got, you know, all these different traditions in all these different places where people care about, you know, football for different reasons and in different ways. And, um, you know, you got Buffy the Buffalo and you've got, I mean, you know, you, you, I mean, every, Ralphie, every by the way, Ralphie, Ralphie, I'm sorry, Ralphie the Buffalo, sorry. Ruffy, Buffy. Yeah, Ralphie the Buffalo. You've got like every place has its own damn traditions. And the idea that the only places that have merit are that we should care about are the Big Ten and the SEC. 
I mean, that's well, pathetic. Let, let's 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 just sort of look at where we've headed with realignment. USC and UCLA sort of lose their their regional thought process. It's becoming more national. And I, like I looked at, I, I brought this example up last week with Mike Gundy so pissed off. I mean, just beside himself about Bedlam not getting played for the next what ten years, decade or so. We're leaving games like that in the past in the name of money. I don't know if there's a line where you say, oh, no, okay, no that's there's what no I'm line. trying to once say. If money's on the table, of, you've, you've chased it. Once you put Maryland in the Big Ten, once you put uh, – once you get rid of Oklahoma and Nebraska, you know? Yeah. Once, once you destroy the – you know, what, 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 the, what the ACC meant, what the Big East meant, what like – it's no, there's clearly no line anymore. It's just kind of amazing that the people confused, the people in charge of college football have not done well by college football. They've done well by their little slice of college football. If you are the sec, big slice at this point, right? (laughs) You've done well by your big slice of college football. Like even there, the sec is no more fun now than it was in, 1974, you know, whatever. Like, it's not, uh, it's it's not, or, or 1989, or not, like, it, it, it's no more, it hasn't actually made the SEC experience any better. Um, it's made their pockets heavier. It's, it, just, made, it's what, just made people richer, which doesn't actually improve the experience. Well, I, I but here's, here's the thing. For, I guess for fans. Well, for fans. yes, for fans for of regional. People care about. Yeah, but if you're making something national, which is very clearly what they're doing, you don't really care about that. You just leave that behind. But I just look at like, okay, the TV ratings of the new SEC. Once Oklahoma and Texas get involved, a bad week of some matchup. A bad week is what Texas and Mississippi State, Texas and Vandy. I guess Vandy we can oh, leave out SEC for the. But it'd be, be Texas, Mississippi State. But once you see the ratings week to week of those matchups, your bad matchups getting these astronomical TV ratings, what are you going to do? You're just going to create more marquee matchups and create more alignment, create more jumbled up, make yourself into a bigger conference so you can get more money. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission each other they will only play each other because that's where the money is just like the just like the nfl it only plays itself it well i mean it is yeah. it's turning into the afc and the nfc you yeah. know yeah i mean in the nfl you have big matchups every week because they only like it's it's fine there's only there's only you know whatever there's a there's this many teams that play and then there's everybody else is left out it's just it, 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 i just think it's pathetic it is i just think it's you know even places like East Carolina has cared deeply about football in the past, right? Like, you could get lots of people in that stadium. Like, mm-hmm. uh, a Southern Miss has cared deeply about football in the past. It, it just, you're an irrelevant. It's a speck. You just don't matter at all. And, I don't know, they just, they've taken something that is rich and that had something for everyone, and they've made it that has something for only these 
Well, and the truth of the matter is, even if you're in these conferences, unless you're one of the elite teams in the conferences, because yep. in that way it's not like the NFL, and that at least in the NFL, if you are part of the NFL, you can have the moment when you are Green Bay or Buffalo or whatever else. Now, Vanderbilt's never going to have that. You yep. know, Vanderbilt's never going to have that. Truth of the matter is, Ole Miss is never going to have that. Mississippi State's never going to have that. Uh, Missouri's never you know, like. I suppose Blue Moon, like Missouri, had a couple times when they went to the SEC title game, and even then they didn't have much of a chance, but whatever. So you can have moments where – but but even there, it's 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 built for, I don't know, chase, teams, chase, eight, chasing money, teams. Chasing money at the expense of everybody else, that's it's, it's America. It's America. That's welcome life. to the that's United America. States of America. <laughs> like, I, that's, I, I, have, I have resigned myself to the fact of where we're headed. Um, probably 15 to 20 years from now, but I, I, I feel like that's the direction. But it frustrates me all the same. But, Jeff, appreciate it, man. Thanks for, thanks for hopping yeah, on. See you again. Bye. Safe travels to you. That is Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins, uh, columnist of the Daily Miffin, also host of the Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11 right here on these airwaves. Now, Draymond Green is doing the social media rounds. He was on the Pat Beverly podcast, and that has created a lot of uh, beef via Twitter. We'll talk about that beef. When we return, right here on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. You know, sometimes we give you what you need and your time and need. And that's what Service Master by Cornerstone does. We're live from the Service Master by Cornerstone studios. And let me tell you about them. They're the largest franchise in a 600-mile radius. Don't just call them because they're the largest. Call them because they're the best at handling your disasters. We have a lot of disasters going around. Connor had a limb that fell through his roof today. Could have been more damage. But guess what? They can help you with all those types of things. If you have water damage, storm damage, mold, fire, and there's smoke damage, Call Service Master by Cornerstone. They've been awarded Service Master's Franchise of the Year Award, meaning they're the number one Service Master Restore franchise in the U.S. of A. No matter the place, no matter the size, they're here to help you with damage. Whether it's your home, your office, residential properties, they will be there for you in your time of need. And I know we have a lot of people in the city, their time of need's right now. Tyler, the president and owner of Service Master by Cornerstone, and his team are here to help you at these moments. Their motto is, we don't pray for disaster. We just pray that we get the call when there is one. So remember the name, locally owned, locally operated Service Master by Cornerstone. And because they respond so well to all these disasters, their number, 901-RESPOND. 901-R-E-S-P-O-N-D. It's 901-RESPOND for Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, Draymond Green has been all over the Twitter waves. He's responding to a lot, but he was on the Pat Bev podcast, and this was sort of the first instance where he spoke up on the incident where he punched Jordan Poole in the face. Give it a listen. I don't just hit people. Dialogue, of course, happens over time, and you you usually ain't just triggered by something like that fast, you know, to that degree. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a team, you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody on my team triggering me you know, in, a, in an instant. You know, we know stuff that you don't say amongst men. You know what I'm saying? We, we, you know, we know, you know, things that you have to stand on. I don't just hit people. Dialogue, of course, happens over time. And now, let me... You, you usually ain't just triggered by... Let me go ahead and ask you this, Connor, off the top. What do you think actually transpired between them? Like, what do you think happened? 
What do you think the dialogue was over time that brought Draymond Green to punch him right in the face <laughs> when there was a camera that was, uh, that was there and ultimately it got leaked? I wonder if it had to do with money and it, what, Jordan, what Jordan Poole did in making his money last offseason. I'm a bit confused. Didn't we already know that it was over the money? Well, that Jordan there's, Poole there's was, been was bragging about the extension that he got from the Warriors and he was like, they didn't pay you, they paid me, something like that. And then he got punched. Yeah, it's a uh, – I will say, though, every Classic. single time every time Draymond talks about it, it makes me like Jordan Poole a little bit more, which yeah, is a weird position for me to know. be in. I don't know if I like either of them that much. I don't – I just think it's <laughs> like – I don't know, man. Like, why are you still talking about it? It's very odd to me that he goes on – every single time he goes on a podcast, he talks about it, but – Jordan Poole. That was kind of the most intrusive right there. That was like, and he hasn't said much about it, but he's like the dialogue over time. I don't just punch people out of nowhere. Well, okay. I don't know. There's footage of it. It seems like you kind of punch him out of nowhere. (laughs) But uh, this this brought Anthony Poole, Jordan's dad, out on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Said, I'm going to stand on this. This is some BS in response to this this quote, this, this sound we just played you. JP was his guy, and he avoided me all last year. He is soft as a bee. And I'm standing on this, and he didn't apologize to me and my wife, so he lame, and me and him can meet anytime he wants. All right, relax there, Anthony. I mean, Draymond, Draymond is 6'8 and pretty large, um, and you saw what he did to your son. But then Draymond responded, that's so cute, it's impossible to avoid you in an arena for a year, champ. I got, I got to get my family from that family room every game and stop using those words. They usually don't go over well amongst men. So the whole pool family and Draymond Green are completely into it. Well, I mean, good lord, <laughs> this, should not, this should not have this much. We should. I thought they got over it during the season last year. Isn't that what we were being sold? Oh, and then after the yeah, season, Steve we Kerr told. says, "Oh, there was a divide the whole time. That's why we didn't get to where we were going to go." Yeah, no duh. This and then foolish. you had to trade Jordan Poole. Because, but my thing is, like, both of you ended up getting paid. Jordan Poole's on a new team. Drop it. It's over. It, it's so dumb that they're still having a discussion over it and that, you know, I think it's hilarious that Jordan Poole's dad's getting involved, but <laughs> I just feel like Draymond Green, It's he's doing all this preaching about leadership and veteran and all this, th- this, that, and the other thing, and it's just like, why are you still talking about it, dude? It clearly bothers the hell out of you. Stop acting like that you didn't just punch somebody. Like, why can't he just be like, listen, I made a mistake. I let my emotions get to me. I punched him. It really affected our season, but we've moved on from it. It's in the past, and it's over with. We both got our money. It's over. It, that's, it's, just, <laughs> it's silly that we're still having this conversation about the punch that happened over a year ago now, or, then, or about a year ago. And now. then Elon Musk absolutely uh, oh God. obliterated Draymond Green because NBA Sintel, which is, is, is checkmarked, Put out, a, put out a fake quote from Kevin Garnett saying, Draymond punching JP is like a senior punching a freshman who's half his size and then walks around talking himself up as if he's like that. Come try me, Dray. And Draymond Green responded to it. And Kevin Garnett goes, dude, I, it's NBA Sintel. That's a fake account, you idiot. And he ended up. He ended up deleting it. So it Draymond, may have been Draymond's a, ready for war, though, early this offseason. May have been a fake quote, but it's kind of right. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I can sort of assume. I can sort of assume. Now, um, we have to get to small talk. Christopher Nolan, top five. We have Barbenheimer coming up on Friday. We got to Margot Robbie yesterday. It's time for Christopher Nolan. You can get in your list at G underscore Coon 71 at C Dunning 929. We'll do that next right here on the Gabe Coon Show, 929 FM ESPN. 
Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now. It's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. We got Barbie and Oppenheimer coming out on Friday. The early reviews are pretty damn good. <laughs> pretty damn good. 93 and a 95 on Rotten Tomatoes, respectively. Um, but we did Barbie yesterday, so we did Mar- Margot Robbie Top 5. It's time for Christopher Nolan Top 5. I'm a little depressed right now. You're depressing me a little bit. Why am I, why am I depressing you? The, the music, music of Hans so Zimmer should not depress. It's just, a li- it's just a little slow. We need to get it back upbeat here in a second. But uh, you want to start or should I start? You start. All right, number five for me. And with a lot of Christopher Nolan, you, you find this just a mind-blowing, a complete puzzle to put together. But five for me, I'm going to go Interstellar. I enjoyed Interstellar. I know a lot of people can uh, think differently. Um but, but I, I enjoy, just generally speaking, anything that has to do with the universe and outer space and, and sort of traveling. So Interstellar gets my number five spot. Interstellar is also my number five. I will never forget watching this for the first time. I went with a group of my buddies uh, when I was still living in Knoxville. And guess who was sitting right next to me? Like the seat next to me. Who? Josh Dobbs. Okay, nice. Nice. <laughs> it was gotcha. pretty. It was kind of wild wonder watching. He, wonder if he'd put it at number five. He kept leaning over to tell me the physics were wrong. So I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> no, the physics are the, the apparently the physics in Interstellar are actually uh, not that far off. Uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson has talked about it a whole bunch, but it's a, it's a near masterpiece. I think that it's fantastic. Matthew McConaughey, the scene of him watching the videotapes, the video messages of his son and daughter are, uh, you could put it up there with best yes. scenes ever made. Yes, no question. Now number four for me. Uh, not The Dark Knight, but The Dark Knight Rises. The only reason it, it's it's not higher on the list is The Dark Knight Rises for me. And, and obviously Bane, great character. And, and um, it was for a moment there, you just saw how wild it got and how strong of a villain he was. But it did drag on quite a while. It was a long, long movie, and you did have to question yourself a couple times if, if, okay, when's this damn thing going to end? But Dark Knight Rises does get my number four spot for Christopher. Very much enjoyed Dark Knight Rises. Did not make my top five, but it is absolutely one of the honorable mentions. The thing about Christopher Nolan, he's in rare territory where he has not really made a bad film. You can't really point to one and say that's a bad movie. Uh, My number four is Inception, his uh, first go around with Leo and Killian Murphy. I think everybody knows what it's about, diving into the dreams and trying to get a father's fortune from an inheritor and uh, businesses going down, things like that. It's a great action movie. Some amazing performances are in it. The music's fantastic. And I will never forget watching it for the first time and not knowing anything that was going on. I was very confused when I saw it for the first time. Second watch. Definitely got down with it. Inception is my number four. Um, number three is Inception for me, and I don't know if I can add much to that there, Connor. I don't know if I can add much to it. You took everything uh, from me. Just complete mind F. You know, it just it, it, it blows you away. Um, and just thinking about the fact that we're trying to make a guy think a certain way, <laughs> to, to make business decisions a certain way, I mean, it's just wild um, to think about the concept of it. But Inception gets number three for me. Memento is my number three. Memento. I'm not sure if you've seen it. Of course I've seen it. Okay, okay, good. Of course. It's my number two. Good. Excellent. Memento is just, uh, talk about a mind deaf. When you watch it for the first time, you want to fire it up immediately afterwards. Because after you see it the first time, it's a completely different movie the second time. Uh, for those that may not have seen it, I don't really want to say much about it because I do feel like it's an underseen one. So if you yes, have not seen Memento, it, go see it. It is Guy truly, Pierce was phenomenal in it. Truly, um, as close to a masterpiece as I think well, you can get. And 
the thing about it is it's such a it's such a good lesson in life of pe- people creating their own story and I'll yes. just leave it at that it should be the it should be the uh, sponsored movie of uh, of Giannato and Jeffrey as they do their tell your story uh, tell your story segment my number two is the prestige okay have you seen the prestige I have not seen the prestige Woo! go see the prestige okay, okay I can't, I'm not gonna say anything about it it's about two magicians rival magicians Christian Bales in it Scarlett Johansson is in it and it is absolutely incredible. It is. I actually do think it's a masterpiece. If he didn't make the movie that I'm that we're going to talk about for our obvious number ones that I think that you have as well, obvious. this would be it's, the number one. Hugh Jackman also puts in a phenomenal performance in it. It is the culmination of everything that we like about Christopher Nolan you see in The Prestige. Go see it. The ending, the last 30, 40 minutes of that movie are absolutely mind-melting. Not number one, can we just say it at once? One, two, three. The, the Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Not it's even close. Be. And uh, if we're not, if we're, if, if we're trying to poke holes here, which I'm not going to try to poke holes. Rest in peace to Heath Ledger. But if you don't have Heath Ledger in this movie playing Joker, you don't have it number one on this list. Isn't it, it wild? People hated un- the casting when it came out. It was unbelievable. One of the best performances of my lifetime, if not the best performance of my lifetime. It's up from there. Heath Ledger. It's up there. It's uh. It's stunning every single time you see it. Uh, the movie gets better each time. Prediction: Do you think that Oppenheimer is going to jump into your top five? I think it will. I think it can. I think, I think it has the ability. I think it's got a shot to be top three. Yeah, I think it can get up there. I can't wait. I Killian's going to kill it. Huh? Killian's supposed to be yeah. amazing in it, but Robert Downey Jr. is the one yes. that's getting the most heat out of the early reviews, really? and that makes me very excited. It's okay. uh, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal actor. I just watched Chaplin for the first time, and he and he was nervous. He was nervous about how he was going to be able, be able to transition after being Iron Man for so long. Right, because the Doctor Doolittle did not work. Yep. Yeah. Hey, it is what it is. But we have one more hour left in the show, and we're going to take you out to Nashville next with Ty Richardson. As we're going to cover Arkansas, Alabama, and whoever stepped up to the mic today, right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.